Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Weisscast. I'm your host, Aaron Weiss, along with my co-host. Hey, guys. It's Bryant. Hope you're having a spectacular Friday. You know, it's so crazy, Bryant, how close we are to Christmas. Yeah. Because I've been talking with my brother. Um, I'm supposed to, I'm going up to his house for Christmas. Um, and... These plans that we're making seem so far away, but when I think about it, I'm leaving in just a little over a week. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I think it's like 12 days, man. The 12 days of Christmas. 12 days of Christmas start now. Yes, they do. I got to watch 12 of something. Uh, 12. No, no, wait. That's 13. I was thinking of, <laughs> I was thinking of 13 ghosts. You seen the movie 13 ghosts? No. Okay. Well, don't watch it. <laughs> I, I, I was going to change it. I was just going to change it to 12 ghosts, but that probably is less intimidating. I, I have to beat Final Fantasy 1 through 12 between now and Christmas Day. That sounds awful. Yeah, I know. They're like 100-hour games each. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah, easy. You got it. Yep, yep. Plenty. You got like at least 1,000 hours between now and Christmas. <laughs> Between now and Christmas. That's how math works, right? Woo! Yeah, um... Speaking of hours playing video games... Yeah, um... Let's get into the the Siri joke of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me a joke. It better be video game related. I saw a terrible Pearl Jam tribute band the other night. They couldn't have been Eddie Vedder. That was, All right, that was that's pretty. Yeah. That's a, all right. I'm not gonna lie; like that's slightly obscure. That is slightly obscure. That's a pretty. That's a very cultured joke. Yeah, it is. Way to go! Very, way to go! Man, moving up in the world. Moving up, but yeah, video the games. Spirit of Christmas affects us all. Even Siri. Even Siri. So. um... Video Game Awards were last night, and we talked about our favorite video games of the decade a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, do we just kind of want to go out and say Sekiro won? Yeah, congratulations to From Software, the team at From Software, and everybody involved in making Sekiro Shadows <laughs> Die Twice, which is one of the most, like fun and frustrating video game experiences i've had in in my life it's it's so punishing and difficult but it's so fun to play and like i said a couple weeks ago i've not played it uh, and i probably won't play it <laughs> and i won't play it is actually uh and because of the the game itself, it's because when it came out, I thought it was a different game called Ghost of Tsushima, um, mm. which is also a samurai-based game. 
And um, that's a game that I really want to play. <laughs> coming out next uh, year. Yeah, it's coming out next year. It's um, from Sucker Punch Studios. Um, it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive. And yeah, <laughs> so... <laughs> Maybe that's a dumb reason to not play a game, but also I it's not my it's not my kind of game. Un, like I said, unless um, unless Jedi Fallen Order completely changes my mind, which I haven't played in a couple weeks, admittedly, so it hasn't changed my mind yet. Gotta beat it, man. That, <clears throat> en- that ending is fire. I have I have plans to play a lot today, so solid. <clears throat> The interesting thing about Sekiro is that the game was so difficult, is so difficult, mm-hmm. um, it sparked an entire conversation. So the game came out back in March. Yeah, a long and, time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. Almost to the point to where it kind of like went out of people's minds because it didn't have like the staying power of some of the other games like like Dark Souls, and so like the Dark Souls <clears throat> series was something that they could continue to build on over time. Um, Sekiro was very self-contained. It was just one story, um, a very like ex- accessible narrative um, that you could really you could really easily understand. Like Dark Souls narrative, just existed through item descriptions on like items. I mean, is it, I mean, it's just you would read like you would read the item description of like a sword in Dark Souls, and it would give you some information on the lore of the mm-hmm. world, and so you would use items to find out the backstory of the world you were in, and that and so that was a very interesting way, very interesting, unique way to kind of go about. Um, explaining the game to people, but they didn't do that in in Sekiro. In Sekiro, they just you had NPCs and people just telling you who you were mm-hmm. and what role you had to play in the world around you. It was very accessible, um, but the game was so difficult that fans were crying out for from software to add like a story mode to the game for people who just wanted to experience the story and from software are unashamedly like, walking that tightrope between um, like part of like, they walk, they're, they're walking a really thin line um, between like accessibility to the story and accessibility to the game itself. Like, the punishing aspects of their games are part of the experience and they want players to, to be, they want players to go through that, um, to go through the difficulty of overcoming, overcoming adversity. Um, Cause I remember there was, I mean, there were some videos and things on Twitter that I saw when the game first came out of this guy getting killed by a boss, which must've for what have must've been the, like 11th or 12th time and he just like took his disc out of his console and just snapped it in half and he was just like i'm done with this this game is too hard and it's just but that that's the thing about the game like the game it really does like if you make mistakes in sekiro you're often punished with having your character get 
get killed and then you because of the way that the game works like you lose progress you have to go back to the last like area your last save point and yeah but it's a i mean it's a marvel with video games it was so it was so radically different to what from software did before with the dark souls series and and it's just as weird as the dark souls series and i read an article yesterday from polygon that talked about um sekiro they put sekiro in their top five best games of 2019 and uh the the first sentence in the article pretty much summed the, summed it up for me. It said, "If you're gonna be weird, you better be good." Mm-hmm. And Sekiro is weird, but it's also very very good. So congratulations to From Software for winning Game of the Year. I was shocked last night when I saw that. And and I, I've said this before, but it's I think it's funny that you were shocked because I I heard so many people in the reviewing industry talk about how they think Sekiro should win game of the year. Um, Granted, it was kind of split between Sekiro, Control, and Resident Evil 2, but I feel like I heard it come up in the conversation a lot. Um, so if any, any of those three had won, it wouldn't have been shocking. IGN's game of the year was actually Control. Um, and that actually was the one that shocked me, uh, because I feel like it didn't review as well. I mean, it reviewed well, but it was like, you know. It wasn't talked about very much. No, it was like 85 Metacritic, too. It wasn't like. Yeah, what do they know? Yeah. Um. It definitely wasn't talked about as much, and that's weird because um, it's a remedy game, and those games usually get a lot of hype around yep. them. Um, I remember when Quantum Break came out, came out, um, there was this huge thing about it, and that was mostly because they were trying to do a thing with the TV show that failed. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, but also Alan Wake was a huge game. Yeah, for the 360. Um, a lot of people will put that as a staple game for the 360. Um, and so it's kind of weird that Control came out kind of under the radar. But it also came out in August. So that's not a game That's not a game month, per se. Yeah. It's really not. But yeah, congrats to uh, Sekiro. Um, you know, some of the other notable awards were for... Um, Best performance in a game was went to Mads Mikkelsen in Death Stranding. Um, from what I understand, that game is mostly not a game, <laughs> but an artistic simulator, artistic walking simulator with just incredible performances all around. So the fact that he stood head and shoulders above the others, um, at least to the um, voters... Um, is a great feat. He's won a lot of awards in general, so him winning yeah. an, uh, acting for a video game is pretty cool. Um, the best... So this was kind of funny. I didn't know this was even a category until I read it up on it, but there's a best family game category. Um, and yeah. that was Lu- Luigi's Mansion 3, which I Not I love best. that game. It's very fun. Um, I'm glad that it received some recognition... Um, 
Although it probably it probably is slash was the biggest first party Nintendo game this year. I'm surprised uh, though that like Luigi's Mansion Three would have done so well. Well, I'm surprised that Luigi's Mansion Three won when it went up against Super Mario Maker Two, which is yeah. also in the category, which is a like that is a family game. I that feel like Luigi's li- Mansion Three is mm-hmm. a family game, but not as much as Super Mario Maker Two. Yeah, inherently, Super Mario Maker Two is like, you know, let your kids design the course and then play them or whatever, or like you design your course and let your kids play them. Like, like that, I can definitely see that being like a fun like family evening playing. Whereas, whereas Luigi's Mansion Three, it's just kind of funny to watch. Like, just you know. Maybe a whole family sitting around watching one of them play, and it's just kind of funny, yeah. Like, because those games are just hilarious in general. Yeah, um, games are are great. They're great. Are there what other notable category? Oh, best multiplayer was Apex Legends, and congrats, congrats, uh, you know, on Weisscast, at least at the very beginning of Apex, we were obsessed with it. Um, that's kind of died off some. However, we do recognize that it should have won multiplayer game of the year. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of just a testament to, like, I didn't think that it was going to have the staying power that it has. Um, it has dropped off some, but I think it has its its dedicated fan base now, um, which yeah. doesn't necessarily include me. Like, I'll play every once in a while, but I've been playing more. <laughs> Um, I've been playing more Call of Duty, and that's actually been <sighs> that's been a whole thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, and you know, the thing about I will say the thing about Apex Legends and just battle royales in general. I, th- I mean, granted, it's not like we've had like a ton of battle royale games come out um, that are like accessible to everyone. You know, we've had PUBG, Fortnite, Apex are pretty much the big the big trio. And it's good that Apex Legends has found a way to carve out a niche in that genre. You know, it, so just like you said earlier, that's basically just me just going the long way around of saying exactly what you said earlier. That it's just it's got its dedicated fan base. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to. I think every time a battle royale game comes out, there's pressure um, to be top dog, and I think that there is a very like defined there's a very defined hierarchy it's fortnite fortnite and then PUBG <clears> just <throat> because of tenure yeah and then apex but that's not to say that but none of them are short on players right so like and respawn I, had a great year with, I, with that and then jedi fallen order they have a lot to be proud of yeah really yeah um you know, it'd be kind of fun for them to have like a reskinned version of Apex with Star Wars stuff. That'd be fun. You know, one of the heroes on um, Apex Legends, because of their nomination for best multiplayer game of the year, um, got a BD1 skin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's the one that's the that's the the robot. I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, um, Pathfinder. Pathfinder, yeah. So Pathfinder yeah. got a BD one skin for their nomination, which is great. That's really cool. Um, 
Yeah, so the the Game of the Year awards were last night, and you know what also was last night was State of Play uh, for PlayStation. I forgot about about State of Play last night. It's really odd that they had it at the same time. Why did they do that? (laughs) No one's going to watch State of Play. Exactly. But they (laughs) did release some trailers for Ghost of Tsushima that I haven't watched yet. Um, Just haven't had time. I actually woke up late today, um, which has been nice. Um, I haven't slept in in a while. I I don't know what else they did. They didn't do anything for PlayStation 5. Um, they're, they're, they're They're holding off on that. I'm thinking that they'll do the same thing that they did with PlayStation 4 and kind of announce it in March. Mm. And then it'll be available, you know, nine months later, eight months later. You know, the in addition to so for those of you who don't know, the Game Awards is not just is not just an award show where they give, um, you know, accolades to video games. Um, It's also a place. I mean, this is like the there are many different like outlets that will be giving out game of the year awards as we round out 2019 for, but the game of war, the game awards is the, like the award show for video games. Yes. I like it is, it is the award show for video games. And, um, in addition to that, there are tons of world premieres and, and trailers and things that we get for games like, um, the brand new Xbox, was yep. announced last night, even though, um, as Aaron and I kind of talked about a little bit earlier, they didn't really say anything about it. They just showed it. The front and the top. <laughs> the front and the top. Um, and the controller. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much that's pretty much it. But they they announced they announced a ton of new games. Yeah. Um, Amazon announced their they like that they're coming out with some games. One of them's an MMO. I forget the name of it. And then there's another one that they announced uh, that I actually just watched the trailer for right before recording. Um, this is so unprofessional, but you know what? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, it's called New World. Yeah. Um, that game looks interesting, and I don't know if that's their MMO. I kind of doubt it, because it doesn't look like an MMO, really. Um, the premise is uh, there is this island, presumably in the Caribbean slash Americas, um, that there's this struggle between like life and death on the island, and it just shows different ages of people discovering it so it's like at first it's just like an animal animals fighting on the island and then they show like the roman empire for some reason they show uh the vikings because i i say for some reason because the roman empire never got over here um not yet yeah (laughs) oh (laughs) gosh um they show the, the vikings on this island um and then later they show uh conquistadors like spanish conquistadors and then they bring it kind of up to present but like it's like all of these these things get um zombified um it looks interesting i don't know what kind of game it is so i can't really speak to that but also the fact that amazon's making games looks is odd um yeah 
It's it's a little odd. I don't know what they're making them for. If they're making them for the Fire TV or that would be so awesome. <laughs> I just like I don't know what what's happening with this. I literally know nothing about except for the, the title and the premise. Yeah. Well, no, not even the premise. I I guess I kind of know the premise. I don't know anything about else about the game though. Yeah, I I don't know I don't know anything either. And it's and I think that's one of the interesting things is it just kind of allows people to, to kind of get something out there to kind of per, you know kind of to perk up some ears a little bit. And then if they choose to follow it from there, they can. You know, we had um, a new trailer for the Final Fantasy VII remake so mm-hmm. that, that that was released last night. Um, some some new games that I had not heard of. The co-creators of Prey and Dishonored are coming together to make a game um, called Weird West, and it was that, and they showed that last night. Um, oh, I need to watch that. I saw I saw the thumbnail for it, but I didn't watch the trailer. It's 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 yeah it's interesting you I, I think you'll be you you you'll be interested by it. Um, they are releasing some League of Legends stories. Yeah, I saw that. that. Are coming out. Um, Dark Alliance, kind of what some people are saying is a spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate. Um. Uh, Brendan Green, who is the mastermind between Player Unknown Battleground, um, is releasing a new IP called Prologue. Yeah, and that was announced. Uh, that was announced last night. Um, it literally was just a trailer that was about a minute and forty seconds long of uh, this rainy, dark field, and. At about the 30-second mark of you watching this rainy, dark field, it just says prologue. And that's it. <laughs> and I was like, sick. Glad to know things are going well over in old Holland for you there, Brendan. <laughs> After you left player unknown. Uh, the, big, the, the big ones, um, at least in my opinion, some of the big ones last night were... Um, the, the very final one, which I think was supposed to be like the big one. There's a Fast and Furious game being released, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez came on stage and announced it. Uh, well, Michelle Rodriguez came on stage and announced it. But Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez, like a lot of the characters that you would expect to see in the Fast, in the fast uh, series are in the game. Mm-hmm. So not really sure. And one of the one of the big ones that I think a lot of people were really excited about was Telltale is Telltale Games, The Wolf Among Us Two, is coming out. So the wolf, the wolf, well, it's it's made by Telltale Games. Telltale Games doesn't exist anymore, but right. but The Wolf Among Us Two is being released. Oh, okay. So um, so it's still Telltale Games product, but Telltale Games went the way of the dodo because they treat their employees like poop. Yep. So, um, so yeah, um, Wolf Among Us Two is really cool. A lot of people love the Telltale series. I think one of the one of the favorites of like the fan base of the Telltale series was the Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. It came out a long time ago, so it's really cool to see that it's that it's uh, returning. And if you were to look at the trailer, it says the Wolf Among Us Two, a Telltale series. So, hmm. so yeah. I'm interested. <clears throat> so, like, 
overall, I mean, it was like an okay kind of night for premieres. A lot of the games that they announced, I don't really follow a whole lot. I was interested by Prologue just because I play so much PUBG. Yeah. And Wolf Among Us 2 would be really cool as well. Um, yeah. The Game Awards is a is a show that I think gets better every year. When the Game Awards first was a thing, I think it was kind of because it was a show to give awards to video games, kind of knowing your audience. I think the I think the game I think like the the show itself was a lot more immature. Mm-hmm. But it's the show's kind of grown up a lot now and so last night they they tried to take themselves not too seriously but a little bit a little bit more serious than they have in the past and i think there were some instances in the show last night uh that were a little slow and some kind of like some awkward moments here and there but um outside of that i thought um it was great it was great i thought maybe (laughs) with, with all the with all the premieres too i think that Fast Nine, not Fast Nine. Sorry, Vin Diesel talked about Fast Nine, and that's why I said Fast Nine. But um, I think the Fast and Fast and Furious Crossroads was supposed to be a bigger deal than it actually was. I think when people saw it, they were just kind of like, "Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be a bigger deal than it actually was." But Vin Diesel did hint at. He was talking. He was talking. He was talking to Michelle Rodriguez in mm-hmm. air quotes, but he was really talking to. He was really talking to everybody by saying that um, the other night I watched the four minute trailer for Fast Nine, so we're probably going to see a Fast Nine trailer here soon. So, for those of you who care about that, I don't. But not me either. I I don't. But there you go. Vin Diesel has seen the four-minute trailer for Fast 9. So, maybe you will, too. <laughs> Soon. When the trailer comes out, I'll probably watch it. Um, so, kind of breaking news um, that I just got. The House Judiciary Committee approved both articles of impeachment. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and this isn't a show that we necessarily talk about that, but that's kind of huge. That's a big deal. So um, it's going to be... <clears throat> now it's going to the Senate. Um, and, yeah, so... I mean, yeah. I, I, I forget where I said it, or not, I, I didn't say it, where I saw it, um, or who I read it from, whatever, but someone said that this impeachment process isn't about erasing what happened in 2016 it's about um making the election safe for 2020 like it's about it's about the future not the past so yeah this is huge just needed to acknowledge that yeah for i mean this is a yeah there's I know politics is very polarizing, just the mm-hmm. nature of this, just the nature of it itself is polarizing, right? You know, 
Republicans versus Democrats versus versus independent mm-hmm. and and every you know and and or or just whatever you whatever you think and believe. Um, but yeah, continue, I, I would, I've been kind of quietly following what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, continue to follow it and to just in general, just people whoever's whoever's listening can you know continue to to follow what's what's happening because this is this is a big deal and it will it will uh it will send some serious shock waves yep going forward um you know whether you yeah whether you whether you like you know whether whether you're for the policies of the president or not um the fact that there's even talk about him being impeached is pretty big deal. So, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how we'll see how this goes. It's kind of gone. I, I mean, people would say that it's been taking forever, but as far as like the formal processes, it's kind of gone relatively quick. Yeah, it takes a lot to impeach a president. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to go through you have to go through a lot to to impeach a president. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm, I did hear the meeting today wasn't going to be as long as the previous ones. They they were expecting the meeting today to maybe be a couple of hours. Yeah. Because they were just coming together and deciding on what they were going to do. So, nice and simple. People can go and get lunch early. So, <laughs> You know, amazing segue from real world politics. The college football playoff is coming up. <laughs> speaking, speaking, of, speaking of something that is divisive <laughs> yeah um, Sports. i yeah. figured we would talk about the two semifinal games and then maybe one or two of the matchups we're looking forward to on the new year six schedule why would you say new year six schedule because michigan's not in it <laughs> michigan is? wait you said they're playing they on new year's yeah but they didn't they didn't get a they didn't get a new year's six bowl bid this year they play on new year's day but they didn't get a new year's six bowl what is a, what is a New Year's Six bowl, if not on New Year's Day? I, dude, I don't I don't know. I was I was sitting I was thinking the same thing, and I was just like, "What are the What are the big ones? Is the Citrus Bowl one of the big ones?" Yeah. Is it really? I think. See, I thought that it was too, but then I was like, "Wait, is it not?" I don't know. Anyway, well, there you go. <laughs> we'll just talk about a couple of the bowl games that happen to be taking place on New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but first off, before we get to that, the two semifinal playoffs, which are two weeks from tomorrow, which I feel like is kind of soon. I always thought that they're on New Year's Day for some reason, or New Year's Eve, but they're not. Um. First of all, we have LSU against Oklahoma. Utah, you were this close. No, they weren't. Oh, yeah. 
All you got, had to do, all you had to do, was win your game. They got trounced. I know. Oregon. All they had to do was win their game, and they were in. Win and you're in. They let themselves down. Yep. But um, Oklahoma almost blew it too. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is going to be a close game. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um. LSU, they're just their offense is too good. Uh, Oklahoma might be able to keep up, um, but they definitely won't be able to stop LSU's offense. Which, whatever. Um, the Clemson Ohio State game, I was uh, as an Ohio State fan, I don't want to play Clemson again. Clemson has has us in our recent past. Um. They really are. Uh, they're. Uh, they are a nuisance to the Ohio State University. Um, last time we played Clemson, it was like twenty-four to nothing. Uh, we didn't score. However, this time I think Ohio State is a better team for sure. Um, definitely better defense. I think it'll be more of a game. It's it's hard to say who will win because I haven't seen Clemson hasn't played anyone this year. Um, but all the teams that they have beat, with the exception of North Carolina, they have beat pretty soundly. Mm. Um. So uh, Georgia's playing Baylor. That'll be a good game. I, mean, I wonder what the over under for players sitting out of this game. Fromm's not going to play. No, he's been he's been battling injuries all year. Yeah, and uh, being mediocre. Man, if only they had Justin Fields. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the most fascinating like narratives surrounding this like college football playoff season is we have not one, but, but three, but three, yeah. Not one, but three. But two, in particular, that I was thinking about. Uh, players that used to play for teams um, who were usually pretty good, and then they were essentially, like, either decided to leave or told, like, if you stay, you're going to get, like, no PT. And uh, Jalen Hurts was, like, usurped for Tua mm-hmm. and then decided to go and play football Oklahoma. And now Oklahoma is in the playoffs, and Alabama are not. And Justin Fields was was uh, he decided to leave after he knew he wasn't going to get any playing time over from goes Ohio State, and now Ohio State is in the playoffs, and Georgia are not. It's a big deal. I love like I love I love stuff like that. So it would be be really interesting. Because I think if you were to ask some Georgia fans in particular, and they were and they were to say, and I think you probably could say the same for Jalen Hurts as well. I think Jalen Hurts has definitely elevated his game mm-hmm. since he's gone to Oklahoma. I think he's shown people that he does have the ability to do things that they said that he couldn't do when he was at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Fields has also elevated his game a whole lot, and I think if people were to ask, if you were to ask um, Georgia fans, well. If if Justin Fields was playing last year like he was this year, then he would be playing. Um, because like Justin Fields last year compared to Fromm last year, it wasn't even close. 
but I mean, you know, and that's that's always that's always up for debate. But I feel like I feel like that's one of the interesting things about about college football is that it's much harder to hold on to like really really good talent if you're not going to give them like if they're good enough to be playing somewhere they're just going to go somewhere where they can play you know opposed opposed to just like well i guess i'll just sit you know because i like really like this school (laughs) you know yeah and that's that's kind of what's wrong with uh recruiting right now yeah Yeah, like players in a lot of ways yeah you're you're getting all of the talent but you can't play all the talent yeah um, and so, but these players want to play. They don't care about necessarily playing at the school that they might have grown up liking the most. Um, I mean, that's the thing with Justin Fields. <laughs> like, um, you know, before he committed to Georgia, he was really eyeing Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Georgia happened to give him an offer and he thought, oh man, this is the team that I grew up liking. So I'm going to go play there. And then, you know, I think I think it would have it was too soon to transfer after a freshman year, because um, Fromm's a senior, um, or is he a junior? Either way, I think he's going to the NFL, um, or attempting to. And I think if Jack he had Fromm. had some, yeah, hmm. I think if he had some patience at Georgia, Justin Fields would have been happy there. However. I am grateful that he transferred to Ohio State. He's yeah, really great. good. Um, yeah. I, I, I know he's not going to win the Heisman this year. Joe Burrow probably is, um, which is still technically a win for Ohio State. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, <laughs> but anyways. Also, I looked it up. I had to look it up to be sure, just to not sound like too much of an idiot. The New Year's Six Bowls. Are sugar, peach, cotton, rose, fiesta, orange. So, citrus, uh, so the citrus is out. Okay. So I didn't think so. Yeah, okay. Cool. Citrus is like <laughs> the store brand New Year's Six Bowl. I know, and it's BS. <laughs> but I yeah. Know, I don't even know where it's being played. Yeah, Probably. the fact that three out of the four teams have quarterbacks that transferred from other elite schools is crazy. Um, that's kind of, there's not really that much else to say. Uh, tomorrow's the army Navy game, (laughs) which that's always worth a watch. I try to watch it, but I just can't ever get into it. I love Navy's helmets. They always have different battleships on them. Uh, (laughs) Well, you talk about, some other notable bowl games. Georgia's playing Baylor mm-hmm. was one. You mean you're not looking forward to the walk-ons Independence Bowl? Louisiana Tech versus Miami? <laughs> no. It's not even on New Year's Day, but <laughs> still. Oh, man. Some of these bowls are just, they're, they're great. But the one I was, uh, the one I'm looking forward to is the Citrus Bowl. Michigan is playing Alabama, and I wonder what the over-under for players sitting out of this game is going to be. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, Penn State's... No, where's Penn State going? Is Are they going to the... 
Rose Bowl? Or is it Minnesota that's going to the Rose Bowl? I would assume it's Minnesota's in the Outback Bowl. They're playing Auburn. Wisconsin's in the Rose Bowl. Wisconsin lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. Wisconsin, Oregon. Yeah, Wisconsin, Oregon. Minnesota's playing Auburn. Who's Penn State playing? Penn State playing Utah? Let's look it up. Da 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 da. What? They're, yeah, they're playing in the Cotton Bowl against Memphis. Ooh. Interesting. Well, it's enough enough bowl talk. Yeah, screw bowl talk. <laughs> I think we should. Uh... Well, what are your predictions for the semifinals? Oh, my semifinal predictions. Uh, LSU. LSU forty-five. Ooh. Oklahoma thirty-eight. Okay, so respectable. Yeah, I, I think nice Oklahoma point. can keep up in points. They just they can't stop that defense. Maybe maybe forty five thirty one. Ohio State Clemson is going to be closer. There's going to be a little bit more defense in it, but not much. Because um, you think Clemson is good enough to well, beat Ohio State? I don't know because. The last couple weeks, the people that Ohio State have played have had game plans for Chase Young, and so effectively taking him out of the games. Mm. So um, I think the score is going to be more like 31-28 Ohio State, um, whereas a lot of people think it's going to be like 31-28 Clemson. Um Clemson are still good. Yeah, I, I, there's no way I can. I think Ohio State has the best defense that LSU will have seen all year if they make it that far. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I really do think Ohio State can keep up with points wise. Okay. Um, that one's gonna be that one's also gonna be a difficult game. Um, that one's gonna be more like. 38-31, but I don't know who's going to win. <laughs> LSU-Ohio State, I think, is like the natural place for this game to – like the natural place like, for the for the playoffs to go. I just remembered that the final is in New Orleans. Unlucky. The last time that it was in New Orleans and LSU, Ohio State played, LSU trounced Ohio State. Will history repeat itself? Not if Ohio State loses to Clemson. (laughs) (sighs) Yep. That's when it won't repeat itself. But anyways, I guess it was my my week to pick a movie, not my movie to pick a week. Yeah, not Uh, your movie to pick a week. Which, uh, by the way, we are... 
We didn't even talk about this at all. We are seven days removed from one of the most anticipated movies of the year. That's Cats. true. Yeah, I can't believe 1917 comes out so soon. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, Cats is one of the most anticipated movies of the year. It comes out December 20th. There's not anything else coming out on December 20th that deserves mentioning or talking about whatsoever. <laughs> not a single movie. I don't think there's anything that has had more anticipation built around it for the past two years than Cats. <laughs> Except maybe Star Wars, which also comes out on December 20th. I watched a funny YouTube video the other day talking about taking the Cats challenge, but it's not really a challenge. It's just going to see Cats instead of Star Wars. That sounds like a challenge. I, it really does <laughs> to me. <laughs> You get it. I mean, I feel like it's not a it's not a feat of skill or will. You, you just go up to just go up to the ticket booth. I like to see I like one for cats, please. It's very simple. That movie is going to make less than one million dollars on opening weekend. Yeah, I'm actually going to go see it with a friend, and cats? then afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Not because I not because I want to because we because we have ironically talked ourselves into actually going to see it. <laughs> like we we've made fun of it since we saw the trailer, mm-hmm. and so we so every week we've been talking about like going to see Cats, and then when we realized that Cats came out on the same day as Star Wars, we were like, well, we'll just go see Cats first, and then we'll cleanse ourselves by going to watch Star Wars. So that's what we're going to do gonna go watch cats and then star wars after oh my gosh <laughs> so <laughs> so pray for me even no, if you don't pray like make up a god and then pray to it oh my. <laughs> <laughs> so uh are you ready to start guessing <laughs> yeah yeah i'm good all right I can't Start believe guessing. you got last week's. Man. Is this movie bigger than a bread box? I'm just kidding. That's not again. It's not actually guess. Don't count. Don't write that down. <laughs> um, was this movie released? Was this movie released after January 1st, 2010? Nope. Oh, well. <laughs> so what you're telling me is this movie was released after January 1st, 2000. Yes. I see. Um, is this movie... Did this movie win any... Was this movie, did this movie win an award for Best Picture? No. Okay. Um, is this movie an action movie? No. Fantasy? No. Comedy? No. Thriller? No. Horror? No. You're just wasting things. 
I need no, to. Wait, well, genre, it, it's a very. Um, let me go back on that. I'm not wasting. I so, am wondering. <laughs> the IMDb page has four categories that this movie could be. Sick. And one of them is thriller, but I don't want you to harp on that. <laughs> Sick. Uh, did this, was this movie well received? Um, mixed. 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 Um. <clears throat> Does this movie have any notable like actors or actresses? Um there is at least there's at least one or two actresses that you've heard of. Okay. Is the protagonist white? No. You you look unsure. <laughs> no. Is the protagonist black? No. Asian? You've gotten into this conundrum before. Indian? <laughs> Which is Asian. <laughs> to a degree. <clears throat> Have I gotten into this conundrum before? Oh, God. Is the, is the protagonist an animal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it could be white. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair, but that would have been even more confusing. That's true. One so, more, and then you get your uh, hint. Okay, so the protagonist is an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a dog? Nope. Okay. I will give you... The hint that it was released in the year 2000. And it is animation. Which you probably already guessed because the protagonist is animal. So it's animation. Was it done by Disney? Yes. Okay. Hmm. There's like so many animated movies that came out in 2000. Yep. <laughs> and one of the things is it was thriller. What the heck? Um, I 
Disney animated film. Animal protagonist. Came out in the year 2000. Y2K. <clears throat> the, the only thing I can think of right now is Alley Cat Strike. <laughs> <laughs> Which came out in 2000. Was it a Disney Channel original picture? Or was it released in theaters? Like, is it was it Disney Channel original? Oh, it was released in theaters. Okay. Released in theaters. Are the are the are the main characters? Ooh, are the main characters? Would you say that the animals that these main characters are are extinct? Yep. Is this movie dinosaurs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go. One question left. Does that mean I win? It means we're tied still. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. No, I've never seen that movie. I, know. I I'm sure I saw it in 2000. But Never again. You know, it's weird to think that movie came out after I moved down here to Georgia. Wow. Wow. I say I say wow because most of the movies that I can remember from childhood seeing, like I say from childhood, the first movies I remember seeing in theaters, I I still lived up north. Mm. Huh. Makes you think. Anyways, folks, that's all we really have for uh, Wisecast. <laughs> um, you can find me at the Weiss's Right on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Wisecast at Weisscast on Instagram. Um, email us at feedback at Weisscast.com if you have any interesting feedback. I check that email sometimes. Um Bryant, where can they find you? You can find me at Twitter, on Twitter, at, at geez, I don't know my handles. Okay. You can find me on Twitter, at Bryant Stinson. You can find me on Instagram, at BKStinson08. Interesting. Well, I like need this. to change them to make them the same. Yeah. I'll do that. Mark my words, Wisecast listeners. By next week, both my handles will be same. We they they will keep you accountable for that. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, otherwise, I won't do it. <laughs> the outro song is a good old Jolly Christmas mix, a good old Jolly Christmas remix. And it is the Elf main title remix by Jerry Creates. Oh, shoot. So, 
enjoy yourself. Smiling like my favorite.